G'day guys and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today, today is my birthday and I turn 35, which sounds pretty old. I don't think you ever really get used to you know, the whole getting older each year. It just, you know, doesn't feel real. And, you know, you see everyone say it when they turn 30 or 40 or 50, they're like, oh, I can't believe I'm X. I don't feel that way. And in a lot of ways, I definitely don't. Mentally, maturity-wise, Lauren would tell you I'm definitely the furthest thing from 35, maturity-wise. Body-wise, body-wise injuries, I feel about 85. But, hey, I'm here. I'm still going probably at the halfway point in my life. So hopefully I can um, do bigger and better things this second half. Um and hopefully, you know, keep getting better and providing value in many different ways to my family, friends, partner, my animals, and obviously to all of you guys out there. Um, so I don't want to do a super long episode today, but I just wanted to do an episode kind of on a couple of things. Like uh, one of the things when people have birthdays and stuff like that, they always kind of say all these things like, oh, all these amazing things I've learned. And, you know, it's like, oh, I learned this and I'm a changed person and whatnot. And in reality, I think often people over-exaggerate all the things they've learned. Like you can, it's like, I kind of like the analogy of like, let's say you read about how to do push-ups. And it's like, oh, okay, this is how you do push-ups. And you tell everyone this is how you do push-ups, but then you're, you're not actually going and doing that. You know, you can read about doing push-ups, but it doesn't mean you can actually do push-ups if you don't actually go put it into place. And that's one of the things I find a lot is when I read and probably a negative on myself is I read so much. And one of the things with reading is obviously you're learning and having a lot of knowledge or people's opinions come into kind of your mind. But one of my probably things I've learned this year, probably, and I still haven't worked on, but I've learned this is you don't want to always just read and read and read. Sometimes you need to then slow things down and then go apply what you're learning. And a lot of times it's always like, oh, I want knowledge. I want knowledge. And I'm just reading and trying to take everything in. But it's not really knowledge learned if it's not knowledge applied. And that's one of the things I'm trying to want to try and focus on is, you know, if I read something that's really valuable or learn something in any aspect of life, instead of going on and just keep adding on to more knowledge, I want to try and drill that knowledge in by actually going and applying that and seeing that work. Let, like, cool, that sounds great in theory, but let's see if I can actually action that and make something happen. So I want to give you guys a few of the things that are on my mind. And these are things I've read and learned and understood, but I'm also still working on. And these are things where it makes so much sense and I could give people advice, but I want to tell you things that I'm currently actually trying to do, but I'm still not doing it at the level I'd want. Because everyone's always like, oh, I've done this, I've done that. And they always sound like they're always winning. And everyone always wants to be like, I'm winning, I'm I'm learning and stuff like that. But people never kind of go like, hey, I suck at this. I'm not really as good as I want to be. you know. So I kind of want to give you guys the real kind of me and the things I'm trying to work on. So I'm going to give you a few statements or things 
I like to kind of say, but all these things are things I need to keep working on. All right. Because again, I like to say I'm remarkably average and my goal is to always get better and I'm far from a finished product. So first one, and I heard this the other day, um, the statement that winners play when they have a headache. And what I'm, what that kind of meant, the guy was talking about, I think the guy's name was Dean Grazio or something, like a business guy in America, but he was talking about he met Michael Jordan and he was talking to Michael Jordan, the basketball player, about a famous game where he got really sick. He had the flu and played anyways. And it wasn't his greatest game. He didn't win a championship or anything in that game or whatever, but he, he told the guy that it was his favorite game probably because he played when he didn't feel well and he stepped up to the plate despite everything telling him not to. And so to me, the whole winners play when they have a headache is having the ability to do things when everything's falling apart, having the ability to just keep performing and not just turning up, but performing at a high level when things aren't going well. And that's something for me, you know, with my mental health, I always get really frustrated about myself on is that, you know, I'm so constantly debilitated with my bad days that I can't really get it much done. And for me, I'm always trying to, at the moment, say the last few days or last week, actually, since I heard this, when I feel shit is that, hey, winners play when they have a headache. So when you're not feeling good, okay, who cares? Just get shit done, you know? So just get used to it. So I'm really, I have a bit of an obsession with, you know, trying to be perfect. And I've got this mindset, which is a weakness that, oh man, I, everything needs to go plan. And, you know, I'm going to have these perfect things and all these plans, but life doesn't work like that way, you know? So shit basically never goes to plan, but how can you keep moving forward? Um, so yeah, that's the first one. And that's something I'm really trying to work on. Um, next one is something I've learned a lot. And again, I'm still working on is this kind of idea that Life never gets easier. You just learn to kind of get through it a bit better. Um, I forget. It. I remember there's like a, a photo or a, a photo I've seen of like um, it was like a a wolf, and there was two photos of wolves. It was like a drawing cartoon, and one photo had a wolf, and it sadly had an arrow, you know, shot into it, and it was lying there, not able to move. And it was like a young wolf. And then the next photo has an old wolf and it's still walking along, but it had like 10 arrows shot into it, sadly. Um, but the point kind of of the thing is that the older you get, you're going to get more kind of things happen to you, more painful things, obviously not arrows, but painful aspects of life. And when you were young, that one thing is often debilitating and you think your life's over. But as you age, you get better at just kind of going, fuck this sucks but you weather the storm and you just keep kind of moving forward and that's something for me it's like still trying to work on is you know having the ability to when things go wrong and you know the harder things get just to keep pushing through pushing through pushing through um and that's something you know i do think i'm improving on for sure but again you know it's like that thing like you know when you first get I'm sure most of you have when you first have a breakup when you're young and you get broken up with you get dumped and I remember I got dumped by a girl when I was like 14 15 or something 16 maybe and I vividly remember crying and being like oh my god my life's over I'm such a loser no girl's ever gonna like me again my life's over 
there goes dating. I'm never going to fall in love again and all that bullshit. <laughs> but point is, is your life over after one, you know, failure or one heartbreak or something? No. And you learn that through experience and, you know, getting older and stuff like that. But that leads me to the next point, which is a big part of weathering the storm is developing the skills to actually get through them. And that's one of the things we often don't get taught. And, and even when you're young, like it might sound pretty lame, but no one really teaches you when you're really young to deal with heartbreak or no one really teaches you when you're young to deal with failure. It's just like, you know, like it's not one of these things taught and it's kind of perplexing because it's such a painful thing that can be debilitating. And if you actually helped young people understand pain and understand things aren't going to go well, but also give them good coping mechanisms, not coping mechanisms after the things happened, but actually prepare them for it. And it's one of the things like with the army you see in America and stuff like that, I've read a lot about is they've kind of changed their approach to, you know, um, training high level people and high level Navy SEALs and stuff like that is now they actually do things rather than just throw them in the deep end and try and weed them out. Um, the people who aren't tough enough, so to speak, now they actually try to do things where they actually prepare them and give them the skills and um, tools to then go into that stress state and get through that stress state. And that's kind of the one things I've noticed in life is a lot of the times things are done after you're in pain. But if you actually learned to deal with it, a bit more prepared with these problems, then you're probably going to get through them um, easier. And, you know, like when you're young, no one really teaches you about failure. Like the older you get, you learn and read books these days. I read a lot. It's like, oh, failure is normal. Whereas when you're young, you're taught to really fear failure. Failure is the worst thing in the world. You know, you get punished in school when you don't go well. Whereas the funny thing is, all the successful people in life, all the great entrepreneurs and business people, they're always like, fail, fail, fail. The more that you fail quickly and early, the more that you can quickly learn what doesn't work to then find what does work. Whereas when you're young, it's just this demonized thing. Oh, you didn't do well at this or whatever, and you get punished. Whereas in you know the real world later on, it's trying things and not being scared to try things and fail and not being deeply kind of having your self-esteem crushed. It's more like, cool, I tried that. That didn't work. What's next? Tried that. That didn't work. What's next? So for me, it's just continually trying to build up the skills to maybe make the bad days not hurt so bad and make the bad days not so debilitating. Um, Lauren, my girlfriend, fiance, um, often talks about on, on her Instagram that, you know, breaking the day down in quarters. If you have a bad morning, does that mean the second quarter and the third quarter and the fourth quarter of your day should be bad and no, that shouldn't be, you know, and you know, that's one of my things I really want to work on, continually work on is not letting one bad thing in the day derail the rest of things um, in that day. Now, two more things. This one. All right. This is a big one. And I have to say, I'm actually, this is probably a strength of mine, but I want to kind of give you uh, one that I'm probably good at and one that most people I find should be better at. Okay. And this one is action. And that's at, that action tends to win out. And what I mean by that is so many people just sit on the sidelines waiting kind of for the perfect time to start a business or get in shape again, or, you know, start their new training program. I'll do it later and I'll wait and wait and wait. 
And from a business sense, I'm actually really good at that because I'm always taking action. I'm like, cool. I'm always thinking. I'm obsessed with trying to get better and trying things. I'm always, you know, look at look at many programs I have and I'm always doing stuff. I'm always working on endless things. I'm always about action, action, action. But I also know so many people who are smart around me is they procrastinate and procrastination often comes from just self-doubt and um, just fear of kind of getting started or fear of failing. And so a lot of the times we don't take action because we're scared to fail, we're scared to try. And so it's often actually easier just to distract distract ourselves and procrastinate and overthink things and be like, well, uh, I, I I know the situation, I've understood it now, and now's the time to make a decision. But then they go, actually, now I'll keep thinking about it. Actually, maybe I'll have, give myself a bit more time. And that's one of the things that then actually builds up that negative kind of mindset of then it gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And then it becomes almost too late and you don't do anything. So a big one, guys, is I've learned in the last few years that I actually do this quite well, um, is that I do take action and I take massive action normally and do it really quickly. But that's something I see a lot in people I know that they could be doing even bigger and better things if they moved a little quicker with the decision-making. Once you had the relevant information, make a decision, you're going to feel better for it. Um, and the last point, guys, and this is um, probably going to be a bit, a bit of a, I don't know, kind of a depressing point somewhat, um, but is what it is. And that's, and this can be taken a long num- number of ways. And the last point is to stay in the game. And that can be taken a number of ways. You know, stay in the game can be, hey, I'm in my in my fat loss phase and I'm feeling like the progress is a little slow. Do I qu- stop and quit or do I just tough it out and just keep pushing through? Have you ever seen like that kind of drawing of someone like two guys and one guy's digging for like gold or whatever and he's done this massive dig and he's just like you know the tiniest of like two percent away from hitting gold but then he gives up because he feels like he's not there but he was so so close he just needed to keep going and that kind of is you know the same thing with people starting businesses or even like things like posting on social media you know are you starting but then just not finishing off are you just quitting it or getting out just before you're about to strike gold in whatever it is um, and from a negative standpoint, I guess for me, well, not a negative, but it's just the truth. For me, when I turned 35 or well, today turned 35, it's quite unexpected because when I was my late twenties, I was having a lot of problems and I used to, I've t- I told a few people that I didn't want to make it to 30. I wanted to kill myself because I didn't want to live. And the thought of, you know, getting to 30 was too much. I was like, if I can make it to 30, then at least my parents know I I made a big effort. I tried my absolute hardest and I gave it 30 years to try and survive. And I truly thought with every part of me that I wasn't going to make it to 30 and it was just too hard. But when I made it to 30, that's when I started dating Lauren I then started Coach Mark Carroll and started posting more on social media and built my business. In the last five years, you know, I now met someone who's now my fiance. I had, you know, 
no real money back then. And now I've got a good business that makes me money where I can, you know, pay for my bills and own a home and all this stuff that I never expected. And I've got my animals, I've got my dogs, you know, I've got better relationships with people, family and friends and all that stuff. And that would have never happened, obviously, if I took my own life, which was very, very close almost five years ago. So the fact that, you know, I am where I am is, you know, it, it, it's, it's wasn't really expected. And it's funny because I said I wanted to kind of stop things just before I got to 30. But then when I hit 30 over the next three years or so, I had more or really from 30 to 32, I had more life-changing progress in those two years than I did the previous 30 years. And, you know, so what that kind of means to me is just by literally staying in the game, staying alive, that little bit longer, it all of a sudden led to that breakthrough, a huge breakthrough and kind of led me to kind of being where I am today, which I have all you guys listening to me and wanting to use my programs and stuff like that. And so unfortunately, if I didn't get through those periods, I wouldn't be here today. And, you know, sometimes it might feel like you're the furthest thing away from um, progress, but sometimes you're just so, so, so close to a breakthrough. I've realized that, you know, you just need to chip out, chip away at it because obviously if you don't and you quit on it, then you're just guaranteeing that you never get through it. So point is guys, stay in the game, keep turning up and, you know, you never know when things might change and, you know, start getting a bit of momentum for you. For me, it's even this year, it's been a really hard year and in a number of ways, but going back to, you know, having a bit more experience in life, I feel like now life's much more cyclical. So right now it might be not the rapid growth I wanted this year or so, but I feel like I'm getting better in other ways. And sometimes not every year do you see the outwards kind of grand progress, but some years are just the years where you're in the trenches doing the work. And those years you might not get the kind of the validation, but the validation is often just around the corner if you do the little things well and stick at it. So guys, I just wanted to say... Um, a big thank you to all the support, people who follow my podcast, um, follow my methods, follow me on social media, share all my stuff. I truly appreciate it. It means a lot. It's really hard, often a lot of this stuff, but you know, you get a lot of negativity, you get a lot of bad people. But when you get good people who genuinely seem to care about you, even if most of you have never met me, but you seem nice, genuine people and, you know, really help me kind of get through a lot of the bad days and stuff like that. I just want to say thank you. And yeah, I really appreciate the community and the support I get. And yeah, so 35 today. And I really hope, you know, in this little podcast, I may have given you a little bit of value as I always try to. And so, yeah, if you enjoy this episode, please share it. If you think anyone would enjoy it and they could get value from it. But as I said, guys, thank you so much for all the support and let's hope, we have an even bigger and better year. Thanks, guys. Bye.